quick side note. I don't know why, but every time I go to record a podcast or do something on Instagram stories or whatever, my little dog Luna wants to be part of the conversation. I think that she actually thinks when I'm talking at a camera or a microphone that I'm talking to someone else. And of course, I'm talking to you, podcast listener, my amazing community, but (laughs) it's really cute. It's really funny. So you may hear her pop up in this intro. You are listening to episode 108. This is episode 108 of the True to You podcast and I am Ruby Marsh. I'm very glad to be here with you today in this second part of the Turning Pro series. This is a series that I am running in the month of December to help you turn pro and fully step into the CEO seat of your business. So we're talking about some of the essential skills and the mindset shifts that you can make in order to feel like you're really owning this process of running a business. Today's topic is one that gets me really, really excited. We are talking about making offers with confidence. Yes, this is sales. This is making offers through your content or conversations, podcast episodes, videos, wherever you have the opportunity to share what you do. And of course, the more we can make offers with confidence, the more frequent we can do it, the more money we'll hopefully be making in our businesses. So it's a bit of a win-win situation. Anyway, without further ado, let's dive into the episode. This is episode 108 of the True to You podcast. Welcome to the True to You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Today's conversation, we are talking about making offers, which is inviting someone into your business, into your service, or to buy your product. And I find this to be an interesting one because I think, yes, part of it comes down to having confidence and the confidence to continually make the offers. But I also think that for a lot of us, We underestimate how often we need to make offers because so many of us are putting content out all the time and yet our content doesn't have a lot of offers in it. And some people in the marketing industry go to the extreme of saying that you should make offers every day. And I'm not totally against that, but I'm going to share with you today what some of those offers could look like because it's not necessarily talking about your service and 
offering that to people every single day because obviously we want to bring value and we want to balance that. But there's a lot that goes into feeling more confident such that you can make these offers, that you can invite people, especially if we are doing this through content and that's primarily how I'm going to frame this conversation today. So very excited to have everyone here. Thank you so much. And as always, I upload these to the True to You podcast as well. So you can have a listen over there if you don't get to catch the whole thing or if you want to re-listen to this so that you can practice some of the things that I talk about. Got some notes here as well. I like to be prepared. So if you see me glancing off to the side, that's what I'm looking at. So I think the first thing to address is this confidence in making offers. And there's actually a few things that we believe, especially when we are teaching people inside Creator Club, that, that you need in order to confidently go out there and say, hey, here's my product or here's my service. Is this something you'd be interested in? Or I really think this would be of value to you. Would you like to join? So we need to make sure that we're mastering a few things first before we just go out there and, and offer things to people because over time, if that's what we're doing without some of this background work, it can feel like we're just throwing things at the wall and hoping that something sticks. And certainly I know that the early days of business can feel a little bit like that. There is a lot of experimenting going on. You don't quite know the perfect offer from the get-go. You haven't crafted that yet. So of course, this is a process. And of course, there is some time we need to spend practicing and simply making offers. But as I said, there's some background work that we can do to make sure that we do this with confidence. So the first thing is a little mindset trick. And I think that the main reason why making offers or selling gets such a bad rap is because there's been these continual narratives going around that selling is only associated with sleaze and with car salesmen and that that's the only way to sell. But obviously we all know because we've all, all been shopping we have all bought different products and services throughout our life. We, we know at the core that that's actually not true. So first, I want to get that clear that there is not just one way of selling or that selling is a sleazy thing. It has to be that way. But we're actually choosing to believe that as a narrative. So we need to decide first and foremost that Selling is not about pressuring anyone. It's not about convincing anyone. And sometimes the first time you make an offer, the person isn't going to say yes. And that's actually okay. It doesn't mean that you haven't done a good job at all. It simply means that there might not have been a right fit. It might not have been the right time for them. So I think the first thing that you need to realize is that once you become more confident and clear in, in yourself and what you are selling, then making offers is going to come from that heartfelt place. It's going to come from an honest, genuine place because especially if we're talking services, you know that what you have is of value to the other person 
opposite you, whether that be in person in a conversation, whether that be in a phone call, whatever that medium is, or whether it be through content, you know in your heart that what you have is of value and they you're going to meet their problem or their needs or their desires with what you have. So I think that's the first thing is that we need to get rid of some of those outdated old narratives that just seem to be circulating the culture. And it's, I think we're past that, right? (laughs) We're past that time. So you can uh, relax and you can actually enjoy this process. And I would say that one thing I haven't said in here, but with practice over time, you also develop the capacity. So you develop that internal strength and that internal power, which means that every time you put an offer to someone or you put it to a group of people, you put it to your followers, whoever it might be, you have the capacity to do that without collapsing, without feeling shame, without feeling judgment. There's, there's, it becomes a neutral experience and that is a really, really wonderful place to be. It takes time and it takes practice, but it is possible to get to that place. The second thing that I would say is that, well, A, you need to be clear on the transformation. You need to be clear on your offer. And then the third thing with that is that once you've got that offer and you're like, this is it, this is what I know I can create that's going to help someone with this problem or that wants wants to become this person, then you need to fall in love with it. And this is something that I learned from an amazing woman called Carissa Kuchis. And last year I had the opportunity to interview her on the Trudy podcast. She is phenomenal. She's a pocket rocket. She's gone so far in such a quick space of time and she works for Tony Robbins. Now, you don't have to love Tony Robbins and you don't have to love his work. But what I would say is that a a big part of her work is sales and obviously enrolling people into the courses. And she now has her own uh, female uh, women's program under the UPW name. So she's she's done really well. It's really, really exciting. And I remember distinctly from our conversation, she she spoke about sales and she spoke about this idea of falling in love with your offer to the point that you're actually doing a disservice to the other person if you don't put it out there. That is like one of the biggest things that is going to shift your confidence because as soon as you meet all these people and you realize, oh, I have exactly what they need, you're going to do them a disservice if you don't offer it to them. And I think that one thing alone is going to get you so far in terms of building your confidence around this. Second to that, you need to have some proof. So what's going to make you fall in love with your offer is if you know that it works, is you can see results and you can see that people's lives are being changed, that they suddenly go from A to B, you know, and there's a transformation. They feel completely different, whatever that looks like, stronger, happier, all of these innate human desires that we all have, if what you are offering 
elevates them to that next level, allows them to experience something. And you can see that in living proof, then there's no reason why you shouldn't be in love with what you do. There's no reason why you shouldn't be in love with your offer. And there's no reason why it shouldn't be something that you are willing to share with people. So that is going to take a bit of time. If you're in the early days of your business or you haven't put your offer out there to anyone yet, what I would say is that do the work to get some proof that it works. You know in yourself that your service, if we're talking about services, that it works. You know that you have changed your own life you now need to get some proof that it can change other lives as well. That doesn't have to be in a paid setting. It could be in a, a complimentary setting to begin with. But we want to get some proof. We want to know that this thing works, <laughs> okay? And hopefully you can, you can get that with people beyond friends and family. But if it starts with there, that's completely okay. The other thing I would say is when we go to make the offer, what's really important is that we know exactly the steps we are going to take. We're not just putting it out there into thin air and hoping that it, it works or hoping that people pay attention. You actually need to take the position of the guide. And this is something we talk about a lot in Creator Club, especially when it comes to marketing and positioning yourself and your services. You need to position yourself as the guide and your person that you are offering your service or your product to, they are the hero. They're the hero of their own story. And you come along and you play the guide and you're able to get them to that next step, that next part of their journey in their life. And so if you're taking that role of the guide, be the guide, tell them what they need to do, give them the steps. And then once they go to the next step, which might be to have a conversation with you about your service, then provide a framework for that conversation as well. That is, that is so key. And having all of these tools being prepared in this way, it might sound like a lot, but this preparation allows you to move through the steps and then you can confidently sit there and say, okay, I know that my service works. I've got proof that it works. I'm really in love with it. And here's what you need to do. Here's the steps. For some people that might be really simple as clicking buy or going to a link or something like that. But I think Oftentimes where we get discouraged, we aren't taking responsibility and we're not leading the situation. We're not playing the guide. We're not, we're not guiding our people. We're just assuming that they A, know what we do, that we assume that they know what we sell and we're not really giving them an opportunity to engage with it. So when it comes to making offers, I want to make sure that you are really prepared and that you're set up. So the first thing is having that mindset shift that you're not convincing anyone, you're not pressuring them. There doesn't need to be any sleaze involved. You can take a deep breath and you can go at your own pace. The second thing, fall in love with your offer. The third thing is having a framework. And then finally, practice. Practice is the number one way you are going to remove the self-judgment because the more you practice, the more confident you'll become and the more confident you'll be in those situations. Now, <clears throat> there's a number of opportunities 
every single day in our lives to practice this. We are always selling, especially, um, I think women, we probably subconsciously are always selling ideas of holidays to our partners or to our husbands. We are selling the next best thing to uh, to them, you know, the next move that we make in, in our partnership together. We are selling why we need a new piece of furniture in the house. We <laughs> There's so many opportunities. You might be having to negotiate with children. You're having to sell to them. So realize that there's so many opportunities to actually practice making offers to people. So it doesn't have to necessarily be in your work situation, in your business, but you can actually practice this in your everyday life you're probably doing it you're probably doing it all the time you just have to bring some awareness to it and realize okay hey if, if I'm finding this really difficult in my personal life then that's one place that I can practice and I can become confident such that when I move into doing this in my business there's there's no worries there's no worries I know that I can uh, sell something to my partner to my husband to my kids and therefore I can do it to my clients okay so the next thing that you need to think about so that's the preparation side of making offers the next thing to think about is frequency of making offers now as I said at the beginning if you have a product of or a service this doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be making offers for that specific thing every single day. And I think this is where people actually get nervous is because they feel like if they do decide to do that, they do decide to share their product or service every day, every second day, or at a frequency that they've not yet become comfortable with, that they are therefore going to come across as sleazy and salesy, and you're that person that always sells and is always selling, and she's always got something for us to engage with. And I would say that there is a number of ways that you can actually make offers every day or every couple of days that doesn't mean that you're always selling your core product or your core service. Now, we can go down the content marketing route and we can talk about Gary Vee and his whole approach, which is jab, jab, right hook. And that is to give value, value, and then make an offer. Certainly, that is one way to think about it if you want to, if we're talking specifically about our content. Um, but what I wanted to share with you is a number of different ways that you can make offers and it doesn't necessarily have to be about your service, but you can actually have people engage with your work and be, start to build trust. This is the thing is if, if we kind of stand back and we go, okay, I'll just kind of wait for someone to inquire or I'll wait for someone to tap me on the shoulder and give me that opportunity that may come with time, but people need to be aware of you. People need to be aware of what you do. You need to build authority. And there's ways that we can do that that isn't necessarily always offering the service. Now, what I would first say is that if you only offer your service or your product once in a blue moon, it's probably not frequent enough. So straight away, you need to increase that. 
The second thing is, is that you may also structure your service or your program. If we're talking about coaching, there's a lot of people that will only make their uh, books available at certain times of the year. So yes, of course, during those times, that'll be a concentrated sales period and you'll be making lots of offers. So also get ready for that. Be prepared and maybe that's one way that you look at your making offers process is that you are continually in this marathon versus a sprint period. So there's a whole different way that we can go with that but I thought I would just say that that is that I realize that some people won't be making offers frequently because there's not space available all the time so what's some of the other things that you can do what's some of the other offers that you can make to start to build trust with your people with your audience well you can offer a masterclass or a workshop paid or complimentary for them to engage in your work. You can create an email opt-in or a free download. You can point them to a podcast episode that you've either been a guest on or that is your own podcast. That's another opportunity. You can also invite them to subscribe. Realize that a lot of these things about making offers is simply invitations. Hey, I've got this thing that could help you with this problem or help you become this or this is a, a how-to. And you're simply just making an invitation. You're inviting them to go deeper into your world. They're, you're inviting them to go deeper with you before you even say, hey, I've got this service or this product available for you. And so I think that, that that is really important is that we have these opportunities that are like bridges to our main offer. And then finally, you could also offer a conversation. That doesn't mean that they necessarily are going to buy off that, but this might be a discovery call or some sort of call that they can participate in and it's a no obligation. You give them some value and then that might lead to them engaging you with your work. So there's a couple of ways and I think that what we want to make sure is that in addition to that main offer that we have, that we also have other things for people to engage with. And of course, engaging in your content is a really good starting point, but we want to take them deeper. We want to continue to take them deeper. Even me inviting you to join me on this live yesterday is making an offer. So I have this opportunity for you to learn how to make more offers, how to become confident in that process and increase the amount of offers you're making in your work and in your business. And that was an invitation. That was something that you could be part of, that this is an opportunity for you to go deeper. So that is the second part of this conversation is that you need to make sure that you have things that people can engage with as a stepping stone to your main thing because, um, you know, we don't want you to, we want you to be offering premium services. We want you to be working towards that. We want you to have the opportunity to sell expensive things. And that's fun. That's really fun. And sometimes if you have a really great reputation and you have well-known strength in, in your industry, 
in whatever you're selling, you might not have to have those bridging offers. But what I would say is that most people in the early days of their business, they do need something because before we click buy, we are potentially looking to engage, to find out more, to build our trust with you. And that takes time and that takes hours. It takes hours and hours. And uh, especially if we're talking about organic leads versus referrals. So there's your two things to focus on. You want to do those things to become more confident in making your offers. So get really clear on what it is. Get really confident that there is something there that can really help people. The second part of that is practice making offers through all of the other ways that people can engage with you. So whether that be masterclasses, workshops, podcast episodes, coming to events or conferences, uh, networking opportunities, it might be listening to podcasts, it might be joining an Instagram live, or perhaps you invite them for a conversation and that is the way that they can find out more about what you do. So I would love any, any feedback on this, any part of this that gets you really excited. I think that um, this, is, this is a real tool that if we can master this part of our business and if we can master the art of making offers then it is probably I mean obviously uh, selling your work and making offers is the ticket to having more people work with you and therefore making money in your business so if you're finding that you're falling down at this step because you don't have the confidence, then let's get onto it. Let's work on it. Let's practice. Let's build that capacity so you feel strong and you actually feel excited. It's okay to be a little bit nervous. It, you don't, you're not necessarily going to be out of the gate, the best salesman, the best salesperson, the best saleswoman on day one. Okay. It takes a little bit of time and practice, but it's actually a really fun skill to practice. And like I said, this art of, of selling and making offers will um, benefit you in multiple areas of your life, not just in your business. So let's go get them. Let's have fun. Let's make more offers and let's make more money. Thank you for listening to another episode of the True To You podcast. I'm very grateful for you. I'm grateful to this listener community and the fact we get to hang out pretty much every week and you get to learn something new on that if this episode sparks something within you and you can think of someone that could do with this little pep talk then make sure you pass it along pass it along to your business bestie pass it on to some other creatives in your life it's really important that we support each other and this is one simple way that we can do that. And of course, if you want to be generous, you can leave a review via iTunes. I would be so thankful for that as well. Have an amazing week and bye for now.